You're listening to Errol Parker and Clancy Overall, editors of the Batuta Advocate on Desert Rock FM. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate radio show. Very excited. Today's guest is a second timer. It's been a minute. Yeah, there's not many in the uh, illustrious list of not many, no. two timers. I feel uh, very privileged. Yeah. What are we working with? We've got probably Bam Bam Tuivasa, Becky Lucas. Lech Blaine. Lech Blaine. Um, Coxie. Coxie. <laughs> Brad Cox, thank you for joining us. Of course, man. It's good to be back here. Album's just come out. It's called Acres. West of the Rock, mate. That's a lie, that line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just tell us what's been going on since we last saw you. It would have been a couple of years ago. We were kind of in and out of pandemics. and Yeah, well, the, the world shut down for a few years, yep. so... Did a lot of uh, smoking dope and playing PlayStation for a little while. Hell yeah. As you do when you're mm. a muso and you, the world ends. Bit of that River Rena Rowley. Yeah, that's right, hey. <laughs> and then, uh, mate, I actually went out west and jumped back on tractor for a few months. Right. Which um, was much more for my head than my bank account. Yep. Um, yep. We were living in Newcastle in a rental and I kind of, Sammy and I were about to murder each other. Mm-hmm. and, and uh, Couldn't live in the city for that. Yeah, I decided that there's only so many times you could mow the lawn of a fucking rental. Yep. Um, am I allowed to swear on this yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very bad at trying not to. <laughs> Do whatever you um, fucking like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went out west about to Walgett, western New South Wales. And Whew, way up. Yeah, yeah. Jumped on a tractor and did a planting season out there, which, as I said, was it was much more for my head than... Who were you with out there? It's come around again. Um, a few of the O'Briens as well. Right. I was working out there, um, and I was living with some some of the mates that are their neighbours. Yeah. Um, I was out there for six or eight weeks. And it was great, man. It was, it was good to be yeah back doing stuff, and and um, you know it was almost like where I going back to where I cut my teeth. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of thing. So did that, and then uh, and then Sammy and I were in a really strange situation where um, we kind of yeah in a rental but had nowhere to be, and she's from Townsville, so yep. we, we jumped in the car and. We, li- we lived in the car for, yeah. I want to say, 12 months. Yeah. And we played 60, 70 shows. Like so you went, you, you went so up that because... Was 12 months in a Hyundai i30 or a... A RAV4. A RAV4, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Compact SUV, yeah. <laughs> Not much better. Um, but, yeah, look, Sammy's a muso as, as well. Mm-hmm. and uh, Love we, your stuff. Sammy's in the corner here, by the way. <laughs> uh, love your work, Sammy. Um, but, yeah, man, we, we kind of just did an opportunity where we didn't have anywhere to be. We're in a rental... We had this car. It's like fuck it, we'll just figure it out. And yep. we jumped the border and we, we put together a tour. Some shows were a capacity of fifty. Yep. I think the biggest one we did was three hundred in Townsville outside. But we just went, oh fuck it, we'd like we gotta do something. And and within the parameters of you know, not attracting too much attention by the health authorities. And of course. Yeah, we, yeah. we we followed the rules, but as you know, those rules were Subject to interpretation. Yeah, especially in Queensland. Yeah, <laughs> definitely yeah. in Queensland. Yeah, it's like it's like just do anything, but yeah. don't leave. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> if if you leave, you're not going to come back. Yeah, that's well. That was exactly right. We battled with that a few times too. What I mean by subject to interpretation is we turned up at some venues, Rockhampton, where we where we live near at the moment. We t- we rolled up there, and they had a room. I think there might have been 150 seats in it mm. that could have ha- held a thousand people. Yep. And it, it felt like a fucking Prime Minister's press conference. Yeah, for sure. They had got a ruler out. One metre, one metre, one metre. Anyway. The, old, the yeah. old rotary hall. Yeah, man, it was it was like that. It was pretty strange. And we got up there and we're like, fix this. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is uncomfortable. And then we got to Townsville and there was 300 people and 
they weren't allowed to dance, so everyone was just in line for the bar. Yeah. Dance there are. Yeah, you know right, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. They're finding their ways to get up and about. <laughs> yeah, but we, we kind of um we're very lucky, man. I'd be surprised if any muso in the country did anything near what we were yeah right we were doing we, we fucking make money man yeah you know? like yeah not exuberant amounts but you know we, we actually did all right yeah um yeah. first few years which was i feel so privileged man like yeah. it, it was a guess we just yeah. we went with the flow i can't remember exactly but we went we thought i oh, will do queensland we'll do now new south wales and the borders chain so we skipped up there yeah. and pushed it back three weeks and swapped that around and for sure you know, and a lot of lot of social work. media updates. Yes, on <laughs> a lot of, a lot of sorries. We'll try and get back there. Yeah. Um, Did you ever have an idea to go over to the uh, land of the free? Uh, we're the, living in it, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, you like popped you, your head in over yeah, there. Yeah, no, because over, like Nashville, they, yeah. America. Yeah, they hate rules over there. They do. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, I love that. Yeah, rules in Australia. Everyone like everyone goes. Ah, we'll give it a go. Yeah, <laughs> don't take my rights. <laughs> um, so no, not that year. Not no. even a little bit. No. Um, but that was kind of that was kind of most of COVID for us. And then yeah. at the end of that, we were driving from Townsville back sit back down south and and past a little town called Marlborough, north of Rocky. There, and yeah. we were looking for a place to buy a few yeah. acres and. We missed out on one just north of Newcastle a few months earlier, and then um, oh, you don't want to be spending much time in the Hunter Valley, mate. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, maybe dreadful a, country down there. Maybe it was a blessing. <laughs> yeah. um, so I just want to talk about that gig before you pulled up stumps mm-hmm. there. That tour, were you feeling that feeling that we, we're still feeling it now with live shows? You know, like people touring artists will come to Australia, or, or people will have their first tour in a while. And they'll notice the crowd's just a little bit unhinged. Were you feeling that pressure valve, that COVID pressure valve in every one of those shows? Or was it more therapeutic at that point for the for the people just to get out of the house? Most of the time, yeah, people didn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, we'd say it. Yeah. We'd say, hey, how good is it to be here? And, yeah. But man, I, I, I found that 99% of the time, there'd be, call it, there's 100 people in the room, five of them have masks on. Yeah. And everyone just goes, cool. Yeah. Some of them don't. Some of them, it, yeah. it was my crowd's very, pretty adaptable and yeah. pretty pretty inclusive. Yeah, yeah, run yeah. your own race. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I mean by like we'd say it. Yeah. But it, it didn't feel like that. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it just felt good to be doing it. Yeah. yeah. And I think too, people were like super keen to support it because yeah. nothing else had been going on. Yeah. So. And I think that's why we did we did all right. Like and we, the venues we, were easy to well the venues were begging for someone to just pop in. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. definitely. I'm trying to think because it was such a blur, man. Like, we were busy. Yeah. Like, 60, 65 shows, I think we did on that run, which I've, I haven't done a f- tour. Like, we were, we were doing... <laughs> shit, I think we... There was, t- there was some days where we did, like, six shows a week in four days, you know, like, a couple double-ups because we could only get X amount yeah. of people in the, <laughs> in the room and shit, so... Oh, but, man. But we the, were trying to talk to Don Walker about that, like, you know, back when you were gigging. I don't think those boys would have been doing those kind of numbers. Six gigs a week. Yeah, and it, oh, very different. They were very, they were sit down. Yeah, we yeah. were sitting down on stage telling stories. It wasn't like yeah. we were jumping around like fuck with something mm. we do in the, with the band. Yeah. Um, but even still, man, we'd also just come off, say, 12 months doing fuck all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first, gig of sh- the first week of shows we did was in Brisbane, yeah. and I think we did six or eight. Yeah. Got home at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I haven't, I hadn't seen midnight in six months because yeah, yeah, we, you know, we're all grandparents now. <laughs> Everyone's learning how to preserve fucking pickles at home and you know, learning to read Sourdough. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I just wanted to do a to touch on that, Brad. Now you're a, a bit of a pioneer of permaculture. Uh, <laughs> that is the biggest lie of the century. <laughs> up there on your farm, uh, up at Rocky, you've got yourself uh, some chickens. You. 
been growing your own veggies, I hear. You know, like have you been uh, been spending you know a little bit of time down there in the heart of Melbourne, kind of learning off those bastards down there, or what? <laughs> sustainable, sustainable farming. We're wanna, talking. I'd, I intensive. love the idea. Yeah. I love the idea. Yeah, yeah. So I'll you haven't you. been spraying all your blackberries with some <laughs> a Roundup Grazon or something <laughs> like that. You know, oh, there's a bit of a yarn about those right. veggies. <laughs> Sammy Brogato or something, and we were going away for a while. And I had these veggies going that were getting overtaken by weeds. And I thought, oh, I'll just put a milk bottle over the spray nozzle yeah. and cut the bottom out. Yeah. And I'll just spray around the veggies. Knowing full well it was going to murder every veggie in that patch. <laughs> <laughs> and two weeks, come back two weeks later and she was bare. <laughs> not, a, not a skerrick of green. So I'm working on the veggies. Oh, the cows it. are healthy though. The yeah. cows and the chooks are going well. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I've got a little goat at home which, which has got a one-way ticket to the freezer very shortly. Mm, that sounds... Oh, processing. <laughs> yeah. Processed soon. Yeah, that's right. Uh, why Rocky? Did you like the look of the place? No, well, that's. I was just getting to that before. Yeah. Um, we were driving south of Townsville, and I stopped. It was right on dusk. Stopped mm-hmm. on the side of the road for a wee. Big floodplain, beautiful mountains in the background. And I thought, fuck, this is nice. Yeah. Honestly, jumped in the car. I looked up the long-term climate. Great. I'm a fat man from the snow, man. You know, like yeah. you got to be considerate when you're moving to, figure, to Queensland. Yeah, I was going. I was trying. I was going to ask that, but you know, I mean, obviously, you like the look of the place, <laughs> but you grew up in Jindabyne. Right? I did, I did, but I also lived in the Northern Territory for a few oh, yeah, years. Yeah, so you did yeah. your time. I, I so learned how to those, whinge about the heat. Yeah, yeah. So just for those who are playing at home, it's a lovely 22 degrees here in Batuta today. And we've got Clancy here wearing his Dolphins NRL Dolphins. Yeah, he's. <laughs> NRL Not dolphin skin. Coat. <laughs> and we have Brad here in a work shirt with no sleeves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just to so, paint the picture. Very snowy river behaviour. <laughs> yeah, we know whose uh, whose blood is a bit thicker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, getting but, a bit more sun to warm up. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I think, uh, but anyway, I looked at I looked at the uh, we fly obviously yep. we fly every week. So I, I rang Jeremy Maru from Busby Maru, yep. who's a born and bred Rocky boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're up that way and lives up there. And um, I said, you know, like, what's it like being a professional touring musician and flying in and out of Rocky? And he basically said, oh, look, yeah, it costs you a couple of hours every yep. either side of a of a weekend away, but yep. and a bit of extra dollars. But the you know we get to live in a beautiful part of the world and. I rang Brad Butcher, who's also a touring musician and lives in, in Rocky, and and uh, made just, yeah, they said, fuck yeah, let's go, and it's right on the reef. We had a few boxes to take. That's what I was, was going to ask, is it has a fishing. Great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> when you've got a boat that actually floats. Yeah. yeah. I, I ha- we'll get into that in a sec, if you like, but I did <laughs> I did manage to sink my boat. <laughs> but, well, but sorry. <laughs> let's get into that now. Yeah. Oh, sure. Well, look. Yeah. Let's All right. go. So, what kind of boat are we talking here? Are we talking six, just a tinny or? Six meter right. plate, center console. Yeah. Very nice vessel. <laughs> Got out off uh, a group of islands a little bit north of, of Rocky. About. I don't think they're about 70 k's off the coast. So like off like Stanage. Yeah. Around there. Like Near there. The Duke Island group or something around there. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, yeah, out there. And rolled in there with a couple of mates. Biggest tides on the east coast. Yeah. <laughs> Roll through there. <laughs> and uh, we knew that was the case. There was. A, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go too much into this, but there was a little bit of a mishap with another boat. The day before I sank mine. So mm. we were, everyone was a little bit on edge. Jumpy. <laughs> so what I'm concluding from that is two in two days. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I, I anchored this boat um, 
way off the beach, a couple hundred metres, I put a hundred metres anchor rope out, which is what you do, mm-hmm. you know, when when big tides and there's stuff going on. And I was out there with some real old chummers, like mm-hmm. some real experienced seamen. And when it comes to the ocean, there's no ego. Like if I can do, I'm, I say it. If I can do it better, or I'm doing something, like tell me. You yeah, know, like, yeah. I think you know. Safety is such a big thing when you're 100 kilometres off the mainland yeah. of Australia in a little six yeah, boat. I'll a, teach you how to use a ski lift. You teach me how to do this. Yes. <laughs> it's a good way to be because oh, the ocean definitely. can kill you in two seconds. Oh, for sure. For sure. Thankfully, we were sitting on the – we were sleeping on the beach, though. We weren't on the boat when, yeah. the, when it all went down. <laughs> um, but we, we anchored the boat, did all the right things, and then because we had a little bit of a mishap the night before, everyone was kind of up and watching – the boat yeah you know every half an hour someone was eyeballing the boat and then dead low tide six meter tide about four in the morning three thirty four in the morning whereas if you've been up all night checking yeah. the boat yeah. that's about the time when you're gonna fucking go yeah. to sleep for a few hours you know <laughs> and uh a big a big squall rolled through and it must have blown 30 or 40 knots and i think it just dragged anchor and hit the bottom and turtled over so then uh Look, it is what it is. It, we, bloke come running up the beach, you know, saying the boat's upside down. That's too far. <laughs> Thankfully, um, like, I, I was pretty calm about it. No one's yeah. hurt. Yeah. You know, no one was ringing a helicopter because they were yeah. dying. Yeah, so yeah. It is what it is. But uh, we cleaned, I cleaned up all our shit off the beach and went up to the caretaker's hut and I think we got a bit of Wi-Fi and rang the insurance company first of all. Yeah, um, yeah. And then we rang the Coast Guard because we were kind of stranded. Yeah. Um, but we had we had a couple of rifles and permission to shoot on that island. Yeah. We lost all our spear guns and fishing rods, but we had a couple of fish from the day before, I think. Um, this was like Tuesday. Yeah. So we rang the Coast Guard at Stanage there and said, oh, look, this has happened. Can you come get us? And, they, you know, it's quite a remote part of Australia. <laughs> so they were like, oh, we're just mustering cows at the moment, but <laughs> we'll be there at, you know, 5 p.m. on the, on the high. Yeah. On the phone going, could you come Friday? Like, <laughs> yeah. like we're actually all right here. You know, we got a bit of tucker. And they were like, oh, yeah, brother, I suppose we could come Friday. <laughs> anyway, so we um, we ended up shooting a couple of goats. Yeah. Um, and uh, cooked up a couple, yeah, big pots of goat curry and we had some fish. We shucked a big mob of like real big black lip oysters. And yeah. We sat on the beach and drank coconuts and... Tipped rum in coconuts, played guitar and smoked dope and had the fucking time of our lives yes, for three days. Pretty good, mate. Until, the, yeah. until the Coast Guard turned up on Friday. It was yeah. great. <laughs> but I'm putting my boat back together. Yeah, right. I've, yeah. Uh, I've just got the new motor landed in Rocky recently. I'm still looking to uh, put some uh, put some of that flash decking on it, Yeah, that deck armour or similar. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have it floating again hopefully by August. We'll yeah. be back. I'm we'll straight out yeah. them islands. It's the first place I'm going. Well, it's not the most shameful no. story, really, because you no know one was in the boat running. No. You know, like it's it's a yarn when you make the wrong call in the yeah. boat that's, that it people don't like, like telling. It sounds like it a, uh, a roll cage. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe it does. Get an alloy welder on, yeah. on the job. Put a big glass dome over it or something. <laughs> so what are the surrounding towns? You're west of Rocky or you're north of Rocky? We're near Yapoon. All right, okay. We're near, near your Perth, okay. right? so on the Rock, coast. Rocky's yeah. just the, the big, the, you know, the big hub and where yeah. the airport is and, and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, we're out near the coast, mate. It's the closest I've ever lived to the to the beach, other than Newcastle. Yeah. And uh, we're we're on the ocean as much as possible, yeah. man. Like I bought a I bought a big tinny so I could have a boat for this summer yeah. Yeah. before I put mine back together. You mm-hmm. know, I just I love it. Sammy and I find ourselves, you know, six in the morning, throw the tinny in, 
take the dog out, go for a walk along the beach and a swim and a snorkel, maybe a quick spear and back home by 8.30, <laughs> you know. Like. Got a 4X island in the distance. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's only just around the corner. Um, but, yeah, I've just I've also just recently fallen in love with um, with diving yep. and, and spearfishing. I'm still right. very green, still very novice, but I just, man, I just love being under the water. It made me give up smoking. Yeah, like, right. Of you'd think, oh, yeah. You'd think uh, my career in singing would... Could <laughs> do it, but no, not not the case. Yeah. No, I, uh, it's, the, yeah. it's the depth, yeah, yeah. Just falling in love with being underwater, so yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah, as much you as do need that lung capacity down there, don't you? Yeah, unfortunately, because yeah. God, I miss smoking durries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the one of the great pleasures of the boat ramp, isn't it? Isn't it? Punching a durry. Oh mate, there's, su- there's superstitions around it too. Durry on the way out the marina. <laughs> Tell us in between. Sinking boats and deep sea diving shooting, and shooting goats was the line shooting you're goats looking for there. Yeah. yeah, sinking go- sinking boats and shooting goats. I'm, I hope those those are some new lyrics. Yeah, and the you know sixty plus tour. Where does the songwriting come into it? Well, when I have time, when yeah. I'm not sinking boats and yeah. shooting goats, uh, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tending cows. Mate, I I, uh, I don't write songs all the time. No, uh, a lot of people do. Sammy has to. You know, yeah. if something goes on, she has to get it out. A yeah. lot of people are like that, but I. I kind of write songs in my head constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll have an idea and I'll stew on it for months and I'll yeah. work on it in my head until it's like got its legs. Mm-hmm. And then we're so busy, man. Like I schedule shit into the calendar. Mm-hmm. You know, I go, right, this week, hook me up with Eber Rights. Yep. And then I have all these things loaded, ready mm-hmm. to go. You know, notes on your phone or voice messages are, are all great tools that we have yep, in 2023. Sure. Don't, let, don't let that one go. Yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, as much as I hate. You know, that phone following me around all yeah. the time, but it's very rare you lose an idea yeah. now. Yeah, um, for sure. Which is which is really good. So that's how I kinda write. I yeah, I kinda stew on it and write notes and mm-hmm. ideas and lyrics and titles and then um and then when I when I have time in the calendar and I schedule it in, well, I dump it all. Yeah. Dump it all then. So what's the overarching theme of this new album Makers? I'm guessing everything we've heard today plays some part of the <laughs> yeah. of the you know, the DNA in this in this album. But Definitely. Uh, yeah. Um, mate, this album, it's definitely a catalogue, like it's 17 songs, that's yep. why it's so big is because, yeah, like we did a lot of writing during the pandemic, mm-hmm. there's nothing else to do. But the overall thing, well, the reason I called it Acres is for all the reasons I just said, like we've just fallen in love with this yep. part of the world and, and, and the life that we've kind of created in the last few years, which, you know, I, I don't resent the world shutting down for a few years because mm-hmm. we might not have been doing that mm-hmm. if it wasn't. But the reason I called the album Acres is because I think it, it encompasses everything I'm proud of in the mm-hmm. last few years and, mm-hmm. and, the, and a lot of joy in my life and, and our life and mm-hmm. and whatnot. But so there's no real running theme. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really good at writing heartbreak songs yep. and love songs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so easy, mate. Be call me Brad Swift shortly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, mate. We love listening to them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so no no running theme. But I think the the title track Acres definitely mm-hmm. encapsulates. I suppose that could be the theme. Yeah, that could be the the takeaway is all these songs have led to acres yeah and that's the that's the bookend to this kind mm-hmm. of period yeah and the next one might be called divorce yeah <laughs> okay, she she's got keen eyes on him well I, I, i'm about to ask about that who have you worked with i'm guessing sammy's played a big part in in acres or is it uh, well not 17 tracks top to bottom no one involved but brad cox <laughs> no that's not the case <laughs> um just on Garage band on your yeah. MacBook. Yeah. I am, mate. I struggle to open an email on yeah. a computer. <laughs> it's a good way to live. Mate. Yeah, it's look. It leaves me behind, but lucky Sammy picks up the pieces for me. Yeah. 
can, can construct a Word <laughs> document for Coxie. Um, mate, uh, I forgot the question. Yeah, so who, have you worked with anyone throughout the uh, yes, last couple of years there? So many, man. So many. So all these songs are co-written. Except one. I wrote one by myself. Fifteen of them were co-written. And for the first time, I recorded a friend of mine's song, which yeah, right. I didn't write. Um, his name's Joe Mungovern, and I've written a bunch of songs with him on, yeah. all, on all my projects. Um, a dear friend. And he, it's the last song on the record. It's called The Storm. Yeah. And he, is, he wrote the song years ago, and he's played it at a bunch of his shows over the years. And, but he never, he never recorded it. And, right. and all of his friends, I don't know if he thought his fans wouldn't like it, but all of his friends kind of went, man, that song, like yeah. you have to get it out there. And he just kind of never did. And we always kind of joked. Yeah. That I pinch it off him. Yeah. You don't fucking record it, mate. I'll, I will, you know. <laughs> anyway, the time came and I asked him. I was like, "Can I have it? You know, it's it's um it's going to round out this album really nicely." And he said yes. And it was funny actually. We got in a room together, and uh, we were going to kind of rewrite the song for me mm. a little bit. We sat there for half an hour. I said, "Joe, you know why we're doing this?" And he's like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "The only reason we're rewriting this song is so I can selfishly have a credit <laughs> on it, which is just." And I just sat there and had this realization, going, "For fuck's sake, man! Like you fell in love with the song the way it is. Like, yeah. Why fuck with that? Just because you think it's a good thing to do to yeah. have your name yeah, on the, yeah, yeah. the record." And and um, it was actually a really nice kind of back, you know, get your fucking ego out of your head, yeah, dickhead. For like, sure. It's a good song. Leave it where it is. Yep. And, yeah. and uh, I'm really glad I did because it's a beautiful song. And, and he's a very talented. Yeah, it doesn't writer. diminish you as singer songwriter. You know what I mean? Yeah, just no, that's one exactly of seventeen right. written by someone else. Yeah, that's exactly right. But man, I've written with. Shit on this album, there's so many credits yep. um, and some of the best dudes in the world. Number ones, like global number ones, Grammy yep. Award winners. Yep. Um, God, to name a few, Dan Isbell, yep. Adam Craig, Jordan Walker wrote Hurricane yep. for Luke Combs. Yeah. Um, Dan Isbell is coming out with Luke in August. He has a bunch of cuts on, on his last few records. Is there going to be a big link up there, you reckon? Oh, look, don't know. I'd love to see you two crooning in a duet. <laughs> I reckon it'd go all right. <laughs> I, I've, never, I've never met Luke before. I'm sure I'm sure it'll happen one day. But, yeah, Dan's actually coming out with him. Yeah, right. And, and he's invited us to go to the show. And, yeah. and I'll obviously catch up with Dan. So, who knows? I've, who knows? Uh, I feel like... I feel like Luke knows about me because yep. we're on the same label, so yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're yeah. fucking hammering him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gonna get Coxie on board, you know, <laughs> which is good, which is good. Uh, but yeah, we've we've just never met before, so I'm, oh, look, I'm sure we'll get along just fine. Yeah, he, uh, he likes writing songs and fishing and shooting things, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like drinking piss, drinking beers with the boys. So. Uh, well, mate, it sounds uh, sounds like an exciting time. Sounds a lot. It's funny now. This is the ramp up. Obviously, the album's out. The album's just very recently out, and this is where things get busy. But I actually don't think, in the scheme of things, it's probably going to be a bit cruisier these next few months for you compared to the 65-plus dates you spent <laughs> on the road in the RAV4, yeah, um, buying yeah. land and building a farm. I, I think being back on the road might be a bit of peace for you. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, I, look, the album's out, just out, and uh, we've got a few weeks off now, but mm-hmm. then the tour hits. Yep. Um, so we're doing tour. I think it's 10 shows at the moment. Yeah. Um, 10 shows in June, yeah. In June, yeah. yeah. We're doing uh, like Sunny Coast, Brisbane, Northern yep. New South Wales, Sydney, Newcastle, Wollongong. I actually saw a few iconic venues. The old Gov in uh, in Adelaide's a bit of fun. Yeah, man. Have you been there? Yeah, uh, we, we, we've we, been We down. had a show there. We did a, bit oh, of, we, we had a live show there. love Adelaide. And then Anita's Theatre in Thoreau. I've that's, never been there. That's a, that's a good spot. I, yeah. uh, I, I've skateboarded as yeah. a 14-year-old kid probably trying to find some 
bongs to smoke yeah. or something in their car park many yeah. years ago. Oh, right. yeah. uh, but I've actually never been in, inside there. But nah, it's such an it's iconic venue, man. It's, it's right next to the surf club too. So if you, you're Spot either on. the warm-up or the exit plan for the for the surf club. You know, Oh, I mean? they're getting the best of both worlds, <laughs> yeah. aren't they? <laughs> yeah, so, no, that's um, – and they're all selling really well, man. That uh, We're going to Perth for the first time. Yep. It's nearly sold out. Yep. Uh, we've been to the Gov once before. Mm-hmm. And we're going back again. Yeah. Love Adelaide. Sammy and I are going to go in a few days early. And yeah. Go and, go and hang out. I feel, I feel like Adelaide's like Melbourne that Coxie can handle. Yeah. <laughs> you know sure. what I mean? Like, without getting yeah. arrested. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> They'll have you. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but then in Melbourne, you're playing at the uh, Northcote Theatre. So yeah. you, you're right in the thick of it. Yeah, again, another one I've never been to. But these are big venues, man. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. up over 1,000 people. Yeah, and, for sure. And, um, oh, no, the, mate, the Hilltop Hoods would still play the Gov. Yeah, you know? and and those guys the do Gov's stadiums great. in other cities, but the gov, the gov's like the, the spot. I'm not sure what the equivalent would be in Queensland. Um, Probably the TIV. Like, yeah, it it might be a bit bigger than the TIV, which but. is where you're playing in Brizzy at yeah, the TIV. Yeah, well, man, the TIV. I'm really excited, man. That for us, that's one of those venues like we've supported guys yeah. there. We yeah. supported Randy Houser there, I think, a bunch yeah. of years ago. And yeah. It's kind of the ones going, oh, yeah, we'll do this one day, yeah. but wondering if you ever fucking yeah, will, you know? Sure. And now, no, that's a big coup, mate, the TIV. Yeah, really. I'm really looking forward. It's a good show. We've, we've incorporated a bunch of new elements in in the new show for the tour, mm. uh, which we haven't played yet. We've just been rehearsing it recently. And I'm playing the keys a lot. I yep. um, bought a piano recently, which I've just, right. just fallen in love with. And mm. I've been playing more music at home than I ever have in my life yeah. because of that. So it's been really nice to kind of integrate that yep. kind of stuff into the show too and yeah, man, it feels like it feels like we're doing shit. As I said just a second ago with the rooms, it feels yeah. like we're doing shit that you wondered whether we'd ever have the for opportunity sure. to do yeah. and, and do successfully. Yeah, and it's a good feeling. It's a really yeah, good yeah, feeling. for sure. I mean, it, it, the trajectory, and especially after the fucking the pandemic, where you you were able to keep working and and see this keep going up and up. Yeah, I think it was time for you, though. We've all got to agree with that. I mean, <laughs> you especially put you put the work in and. Um, and yeah. you've got the fans, so well, you're not going to play venues that are too small. It's funny, though. I often think, you know, like there's guys that put a fucking TikTok out and they scream with the yeah. top of the things. I think I'm really glad that, that didn't happen to yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, yeah. been, it's been quick, man. Like on the scheme of things, like it's not that many years ago we were jumping in a pa- fucking panel van or station wagon with a guitar amp on our laps going to my band. Hey, boys, yep. yeah, sit in that for 10 hours. I'll give you 50 bucks when we get there, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that many years ago, and I think it's been really nice that, um, you know, we've grown together, yeah. albeit quick. Like, I'm very lucky. I'm yeah. very lucky. We work hard, but I'm very lucky. But I'm kind of glad that my fans have grown with me yeah. too, and I have a really special kind of yeah. connection with my fans, and, and like, it's almost like a mutual respect. I, I know a lot of them by name, man. Like, I have some yeah. fans that... I have some fans that I have seen at G'day, mate. in fucking dead set in Melbourne, in Cairns, in <laughs> like the same guys, yeah. and they just they're not there to try and be mates with me. They just fucking love it. Man. Yeah, yeah. And for the first time recently, I actually got to um, after a show in Port Macquarie a few a few weeks ago. It was a very small little show. I'm testing this new thing I'm doing, and. Um, they said, oh, should we have a beer, Coxie? And I just went, oh, fuck it. Today's the day. And I went in the ground, grabbed a couple of cigarettes, and we sat in the park across the road all night and had, had a beer, and it was, it was really good. It was, it's really nice to do that. And they just, they just love it. They're just, and they're good, they're good yeah. people, they're not man. They're just, they're just punters, they're not, mate. They have my fucking yeah. name tattooed on their ankle, and they never, yeah. they've never even asked for a photo with me. With the, you know, they do it for them. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really cool. 
No, I've got a lot of fans like that, and I think that's the reason. Is cause yeah. of, well, it's the slow grind too. You know, it, it it is fast in the scheme of things, but it's not TikTok fast. And and that TikTok thing, that's a sugar hit too, because you don't build fans doing that. You yeah. Just become, yeah. They just become aware of you. Um, yeah, yeah. Which you know, it it serves its purpose. Yeah. There's a, there's a place for it. Um, mm. Look, I, I really struggled getting around it because for me, the short-term media, yeah. it's like I worked for fucking three years on this album, yeah. man. I put everything I have into this yeah. and you want to hear it for 35 yeah. seconds? Yeah. Fuck off. Fuck off. I just don't want a part of it. Yeah. Like, but it definitely is like, mate, it serves a purpose. It's, it's brought a lot of people success. It brought a lot of my friends yeah. a lot of success and not even in the music industry. Yeah, I have yeah. friends that are building successful businesses yeah. off it and you can't, you can't deny that. But I, yeah, I really hope it's seventeen songs. It's a lot to consume, but I really hope my fans will do. But I really hope my new people listening yeah. to it will consider that mm-hmm. this has been a long project. Yeah, and um, and that's what that's what I love about music. Yeah. Other people don't. We live in a world of singles, and this is a piece of yeah. Work I was going to say seventeen. On. Seventeen is a that's a fucking album, mate. Like that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> a lot of content, a lot, yes. a lot to consume. <laughs> That's a double-sided tape in the old business. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, when they said to me, like, we got a vinyl. It's beautiful. It's big, like, purple mm. yeah. vinyl. And they're like, yeah, we need two of them. Yeah. And like, this also becomes very expensive because <laughs> we've got to print two of them for every, <laughs> every one, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's the label's problem. Yeah, I agree. It's not yours. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, mate, we look forward to it. Anyone listening at home, you can listen to all 17 tracks now. Acres by Brad Cox, or you can listen to him sing 17 tracks to you live in a town near you soon. So, uh, thanks for joining us, Brad. Rock and roll, boys. I won't leave it so long next time. We'll, I'll be the first third, eh? Yeah, let's go <laughs> third. We'll go through three, four. Thanks, mate.